This economic report is sponsored by Rick Kalb, wealth management advisor with Northwestern Mutual since 1983 on Spring Street in Nevada City. Rick, K-A-L-B dot com. Uh, Gary, uh, welcome back to KVMR. Uh, the Federal Reserve was making a lot of news over the weekend. So what was going on that attracted so much media attention? Paul, the Federal Reserve Bank of Kansas City, which is one of the 12 um, regional Federal Reserve Banks around the country, was holding their annual Jackson Hole Economic Symposium in Wyoming. This is a yearly conference. It's an important meeting of Federal Reserve policymakers. It would be the seven Federal Reserve governors and the 12 Federal Reserve Bank presidents, as well as global central bankers, um, academics and economists from business and financial world. So um, and all, all of them are interested in and you know, focus on monetary policy and economic issues. And so it's a it's a, a big group. So, Gary, what kind of economic issues did the conference address this year and give us a description maybe tell us why they are important to central banks like the fed as well as academics well paul that's an easy one lots of information and copies of the research papers are now or will soon be available on the federal reserve bank of kansas city's public website the focus of the conference for 2023 was structural shifts in the global economy um, that would include looking at, you know, around the world or major economies, um, economic constraints that have developed, um, global supply issues that, you know, appeared during COVID, um, inflation issues, um, labor markets, you know, basically you know, critical issues that um, central banks are looking at and governments are looking at today. And the research papers are presented by academics, uh, by government economists, central bank economists, and the business and financial economists. And they present the research, and it's discussed at the meeting. And you know, typically, there are about 120 attendees and combination of policymakers, economists, academics, and the news media. So, um, you know, they're looking at important issues for understanding you know, sort of where where economies are going and how monetary policy is working. That's a lot of material. <laughs> yes. So the Fed chairman's speech, uh, it really did attract a lot of media attention. Do you consider it one of the highlights of the conference? Oh, yes. Yeah. Normally, one of the highlights of the conference is the presentation on the outlook for the economy and especially Fed monetary policy by the Federal Reserve chairperson, in this case, uh, Jay Powell. And in this year was clearly no exception giving, given the you know, uncertainty about how where the economy is going, how fast inflation is falling, um, so forth. And his remarks at the conference are a very important way for the Fed to, to communicate with the public, with news media, financial markets, investors, businesses, government, consumers about you know, what likely Fed policy actions may be over the next year or so. And, and that's important for all of us for planning and making business, financial, consumer decisions. So definitely it is a highlight um, this year, and, and usually it is. Well, Gary, uh, did Fed Chair uh, Jay Powell give any signals about future monetary policy and the Fed's efforts to slow inflation? 
Oh, yes, he did, Paul. As I reviewed his remarks at the conference, it was clear he wanted to be very emphatic that the Fed is focused on bringing down the inflation rate to the Fed's goal of 2%. And that's important because that was a very strong message to the financial markets and the economy that Fed policymakers are not yet convinced that they have done enough, that they've slowed the economy enough with uh, higher interest rates. Um, They're not confident enough that maybe they have haven't done enough to bring down inflation uh, all the way to their 2% goal over the next year or two. And so, you know, that that has major policy implications. Okay, Gary. So just what does that mean? It sounds like you expect that the Fed is more likely to raise interest rates again this year rather than lowering the rates. What does that mean? Good question, always, Paul. Um, as I reviewed his remarks, it seemed that he was pretty he was pretty clear that uh, the Fed will continue to evaluate the course of inflation and economic conditions, and and they're concerned also that the strong economy and low unemployment, you know, the economy might be too strong for inflation to slow. And so, you know, I think he made it clear that the Fed may find that it'll be necessary to continue to raise the short-term overnight interest rate target in the months ahead, um, maybe another once or twice. And that would, you know, that could move up the Fed's target interest rate on overnight funds from to um, from where it is today to six to six and a quarter percent range. Um, so that's a that's a pretty important <laughs> bit of information. They may not be finished yet raising rates. Well, one more question for today, Gary. When is the next Fed policy meeting and will the Fed policymakers be updating their projections for the rest of 23 and 24? Yes, Paul. Their uh, their next meeting to make monetary policy will be on September nineteenth and twentieth, so about about three weeks out or so. And the Fed policymakers, you know, will also after uh, that meeting. Um, publish their latest projections for the economy, inflation, and what their projected interest rate uh, targets will be as of the end of, you know, this year and next, and uh, and that will be that will give us a lot of information on what they're expecting over the next several years for the economy, for inflation, monetary policy, and um, those projections you know, are something we want to watch for clues to what they're expecting. So we want to watch watch for that data. I mean, if the economy continues to grow at an average pace, labor markets remain tight, and inflation continues to slow towards the Fed's uh, 2% inflation goal, you know, based on Chairman Powell's remarks at the conference, we may still get another one or two quarter point or 25 basis point increases in short-term interest rates um, in, within the next few months. However, you know, on the other side, if inflation slows faster and the, and the economy keeps growing, um, and the unemployment rate stays low, the Fed may decide to pause their increases and we you know, may well see them begin to slowly lower interest rates. But you know, again, that's not expected, I think, by most until you know, probably next year. Um, but you know, we also had a National Association of Business Economics forecasters um, this last week who uh, were 
um, sort of shifting their expectations from their last survey. They're, they're now about 70% of them are now looking for a soft landing for the economy, you know, low inflation and no recession. Um, that's, you know, as opposed to 30% who were thinking that to be at their last um, forecast. So that's a, that's a, a, a good sign from the private sector um, economists. Um, so, you know, I'll be looking at those projections that the policymakers you know, put out there to, to see you know, what they're thinking and um, you know, whether their projections show that they expect inflation to be controlled and lowered to the 2% goal by the end of this year, next year, 2025. Um, so, you know, it's, you know, that's important information in, in those uh, projections that um, tell us whether the Fed is likely to you know, begin relaxing policy or whether they will continue to put the brakes on if they think the economy is growing <laughs> too fast and inflation is not going down fast enough. So lots going, lots going on there, but I think the, the clue is uh, we'll, we'll want to look carefully at those projections when they're released in September. Well, one thing for sure, it's an election year next year. So this will be big news, whatever. <laughs> okay, thank you. Gary Zimmerman is a retired senior economist for the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco and is currently a visiting professor at the Vienna University of Economics and Business in Austria. He teaches courses in economics and finance. 